Listening to Real Talk SLP with your host, Felice Clark, the Deviling Speechy. This is a show to help speech pathologists navigate the SLP world with real life stories to celebrate therapy successes and how to persevere when failure comes knocking on your door. Welcome, welcome to the Real Talk SLP podcast. I'm your host, Felice Clark, the Deviling Speechy. We have been talking about themes all month long, and now I'm going to share three tips for planning themes on a budget. I know. I know, you guys, you are on a budget, right? You don't have all the money in the world to spend on themes, and when you go on Pinterest, you're like, I don't have all that money to buy all the toys and the books and the activities, and I'm here to tell you that you can... Go the extreme and invest in activities and materials and spend a lot of money or build up your inventory for a theme. Or you can do things on a budget and you can build a themed unit without spending a ton of money. So this episode is going to be all about sharing my best three tips for planning themes on a budget to show you that you can do it without a lot of money and you don't have to go with all the bells and whistles. When I think of planning themes on a budget, I think of those Pinterest parties, right? You go on there and you're like, wow, they really had a party, right? They had that mermaid party and they went all out. They did, you know, they didn't scrimp on any of the decorations, the party favors, the games, everything was just either made, which takes a ton of time and money to get the, the materials. And then they made all the food themed and all this stuff. And you're just going, wow, that's when you go, okay, what's my current situation? I love this mermaid birthday party theme on Pinterest. Maybe I'm going to take two of those ideas and implement them. Those are in my budget, or maybe I can make a few things for this Pinterest party and we'll just leave the rest (laughs) there. And maybe, maybe, maybe if I feel really excited about next year's birthday, I'm going to go all in and build on what I already have made from previous birthdays, right? So when I go on Pinterest, I'm looking for inspiration for a themed birthday party. And same thing with themes. We are looking for inspiration for the types of skills and activities that we can create or make or use with the theme that we're picking for our caseload. And and you get to pick how much money and time investment you put into that. So I'm just going to let you know that a low budget themed unit (laughs) is not worse therapy. And some of you have giant caseloads as well. So you are doing what's going to be best for your caseload. Before we jump into those three tips for planning themes on a budget, I just want to remind you that the five-day theme therapy organizational challenge is happening right now on Facebook. You can still join. There is a link in the podcast description. Click it, sign up. You'll get a link to the Facebook group and you can still join and finish the challenge by the end of the week. Every day I give you a mini challenge to help you make progress with getting your theme materials and activities organized so that you can easily find them when you want to use that theme unit 
in therapy during the school year. And so instead of procrastinating all summer long and then not organizing anything, you can join me, the SLP coach for organization, and be a part of the challenge. And let me just tell you, the things that I share for organization, they are doable, they are manageable, they are not super, super over the top, you know, and, and I give tips too for prioritizing what to organize during this challenge. I'm going, there's digital ideas, there's printable organizational ideas. And so if I can do it, someone who's kind of semi-organized, you can do it. <laughs> okay. And you're going to hear more about my theme therapy SLP membership is opening this Friday. It's only opening for a week. So if you were like, oh, I need themed units for my preschool to fifth grade caseload, you want to get on my membership wait list, you know, you want to be on the know because I'm, it's launching July 30th. And when the doors close, I'm closing it for the year so I can really serve and support the SLPs that are signing up for that membership. All right, let's talk about three tips for planning themes on a budget. So I truly believe that you can do therapy with minimal items, but there are definitely, you know, we have to, we're the ones working with kids all day long. And so we also have to stay inspired with the activities and toys we're using. So having a little bit of a, of a variety of toys and books and materials, it makes a lot of difference. I did a whole semester when I first started in my CF year and I had three shelves of materials. And it was kind of hard. It was overwhelming, not having a ton of stuff. And, and then of course I'm in my CF year. And so waiting for my big order that my district let me place, I was just going, oh my gosh, I don't know what else to do. And, and so if I was going back to that time when I was a CF and investing in materials for themes, I probably would have invested and spent a little bit of money on materials and books or toys for themes that you can use longer than a week. So if you can get a lot of mileage out of a theme for a whole month, or you can use it any time out of the school year, those are the materials that you would maybe want to invest in. And so for example, if you were doing an ice cream theme, there are so many activities that I could do with an ice cream theme that would last me a long time. And I can do that theme in the summertime, but I can really do it anytime I want because everyone likes ice cream, right? So for me, investing in the Melissa and Doug ice cream toy set may be a worth it purchase because of how easy it is to adapt across goals. And then maybe I don't, you know, I don't necessarily buy books because I can use some free YouTube read-alouds or go to the library. Then I'm able to maybe even buy some kinetic sand and an ice cream Play-Doh set so that I can use those in my theme. And then I have those for the next year. Does that make sense? So you want to invest in materials for themes that you can use or you know are high interest. So bugs, dinosaurs, trying to think what else my kids love pumpkins you know snowmen those are those are the areas where i would maybe go and buy books or buy toys or buy 
materials on Teachers Pay Teachers that are going to help support the books and just save me time and energy because we're also paying sometimes to save time and our brain energy so we can leave work to go home and do the things that we want to go do, right? So invest in materials that, that are going to help you with lesson planning quicker, more efficiently, and, and they're for themes that you're not just going to do one week like Valentine's Day is one, you know, sometimes a one week theme. You want something like snowmen or winter and you can use it all two months long of that season. All right. Tip number two, look for free materials. Now, this definitely can be one of those things where sometimes it's like, just just go pay the money. <laughs> right? We'll spend all this time looking for the free materials because we don't want to spend any money. And then we spent five extra hours, you know, building up our themed library because we would only do free. So that's why I'm saying if you're going to invest in a themed material, really look for the themes that are going to give you the most value and it is worth the money. It is, especially if you give yourself a budget and you know, okay, I have $100 of my own money for the year, This and this is how I'm going to spend it. So you want to look for free materials. Maybe your teachers have free books. They have books that are, they're going to let you borrow, or they have some toys. I know some of my self-contained teachers had a ton of toys that they got for their classroom and games and different activities. And if you're sweet and nice to them, they might let you borrow them for your theme. And then you can also give them some step two to share. So look for free materials that could be on your campus. Sometimes just having some simple craft materials that your school district hopefully has at their school and you can have access to, those are free and you can incorporate themed crafts. Some other examples of free materials, readworks.org has nonfiction passages that are free that you can find for different grade levels and different reading levels. And if you search a certain theme like school or pumpkins, you're going to find some free articles. Same with YouTube. You can find a lot of themed videos for free or book read-alouds for free, so you don't have to buy the books. You can definitely go to the library, but don't you dare forget the due date because then it, then it ain't free no more, <laughs> right? And you can also ask your families for donations. See if anyone has, see if your friends and families or the students that you serve have toys that they no longer are using. And you can even be specific and see if they will donate because more, more likely than not, they're going to have to get rid of it anyway and send it to Goodwill. And if they knew that it was going to go to a good home and help other kids, I bet you they would give it to you gladly, <laughs> right? All right. And the last tip for planning themes on a budget, find materials that are used. Again, this takes a little bit of hunting and time, but you know, when you go on Amazon and you look for a book, you may be spending 10 to $15. And if you go to Goodwill, you may find that book for 99 cents. And, and that is quite a deal. So imagine getting 15 books for different themes versus only, you know, one book. Because if let's say you have a budget of $15 for books, you can only get one book. So check out your Goodwill. You're not always going to find all the books that you want, but if you take some trips once a month, you're slowly going to build your library. And in the meantime, you're going to use YouTube or the free library in your city or town and get the books you need. 
or the library at your school, right? Okay. And Facebook Marketplace is a really great way to get some toys and and activities that are hard goods. So like toys and books, you can look on Facebook Marketplace. And if you can, go on Donors Choose and create a project with some of your dream therapy items that you would like. And again, if you're investing in themes that you can use all year long or they have high interest, these are materials that you can use year after year. And so if someone does a donor's choose, you got it paid for and it was no money out of your pocket. Okay, so let's wrap this up. And just to recap, the three tips for planning themes on a budget Invest in materials for themes that you can use longer in a week because you can use those all year long and it makes lesson planning less cumbersome if you have something that you can use all month long too. All right, number two, look for free materials, readworks.org, YouTube, ABCA, donations from families. And then number three, find materials that are used. Look at your Goodwill, garage sales, Facebook Marketplace, or even fill out a Donors Choose project. I would love to know if you have any tips for planning themes on a budget. Let me know. Tell me your tell me your tricks. Tell me your strategies for getting those materials you need for less money. I'm always looking for tips like that. As always, SLPs, be the SLP that every kid wants to see. I'll see you guys next week. I've got a lot of fun interviews coming up in the next couple of months that I think are going to really help jumpstart the school year and help you be more confident with serving your caseload well. All right, bye. Bye.